Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Be Real with Love podcast. I'm Lav, and here we have your co-host, Chanel. Hi, everyone. Hope all is well with everybody. Well, everyone, how's everyone doing? How was your Easter weekend? It, the weather was great, you know, here in Toronto. Wherever you are, I hope you had a good time for those of you out there that had celebrated Easter. So, guys, um... <laughs> This episode that we're doing is a very sensitive episode uh, for us. Um, It took me a while to make up my mind to do it. And um, it's it's called A Tribute to My Mom. My mom passed away. And um, she passed away about, what what is it now? 10? 10 years? She just did her 10 years, right? And um, you never really get over with losing um, a parent, you know? And um, I just I just wanted to just um, talk about my mother. It's like, it's like a tribute because my mother was a very important person in my life. We were very close. And, you know, there are people out there that lose both parents or lose a parent. And it's such a difficult thing to go through. And um, my mom, she came to to Canada, I believe it was in 1972, I believe it was. And um, first she went, she came and then she went over to the States, to New York, and she lived in New York for a while. She didn't really want to raise kids there, so she decided to come back across Canada. Back then it was kind of different. And she came and she set her foundation and Mm -hmm. sent for us he came here in 1974 and she worked very very hard very hard you know and um she sent for my father which was a big mistake but then that's that's just a separate topic this is about my mom and um you know we 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 grew up in, in in toronto city of toronto and uh she worked many years at the hospital my mother was a, a hard worker and a go-getter. And boy, was she feisty, <laughs> you know? And um, she made sure that we were good. We went to school. We looked proper going to school. You know, she had her rules. Some of her rules was really strict, which some of them, of course, were broken. You know, how growing up as young kids and teenager and stuff like that. And um, she was a disciplinarian. You know, but she was also well loved, well loved at work and, you know, in her community and, and, and all that. And um, very respectful, a very respectful woman, had a lot of respect for herself and a lot of respect for others. She got along just about everybody, you know. Um, and so she had a big heart. So when my mom passed away, my mom passed away. A month after my birthday. And um, I remember we had, I told her we were doing our, we're doing a, 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 I had, I danced with my mom um, a month before, a month before she died. And I remember putting, tell her to put her feet on top of my feet because she was weak. So I said, we're going to do the three-step dance, mom. You know, and it was on my birthday. Mm -hmm. Right. And you know, you have memories, you know, she would just look at me and smile. 
because I, I took her home after she got really sick and um, looked after her for a while till she got really, really, really sick. Had to take her back to the hospital. And I remember as we were getting ready to take her to the hospital, I cried so much because, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like, how am I going to live without my mom? You know, this is a woman that, that raised me, that was always there. Me coming home from work at nights, she would be on the phone with me talking, you know, waiting and watching, like just listening to say, okay, mom, I'm home. You know, her and my daughter would be on the phone one o'clock in the morning. She would wake up my daughter every single morning just to make sure that she's up and getting ready for school. Every single morning, I would talk to her and get ready for work and talk to her during the day at work and talk to her when I'm going home and when I'm at home. And, you know, just looking at her frail little body, how she lost so much weight. My mom, I take after my mom. Um with being slim, right? And she was just, she just lost so much weight. And the day when, when she went to the hospital, we were there for hours and um, they took her blood test, I remember. And they said that her white count was very high. And I'm thinking her white count, why is her white count high? I said, maybe she has some infection, maybe she, you know? And my my sister said that that sounds like leukemia. I said, there's no way my mom has leukemia. But then it it she got diagnosed with a very rare form of leukemia. And we had to take her to the, the specialist, the hospital. And um, they were surprised that she could even stand. And then they broke the news to us that she has a year to live. When they told me my mom has a year to live, I thought I was going to, um, <laughs> I thought I was just going to sink right down in the floor because I couldn't believe what I was hearing that my mom, right? It was heartbreaking. Like, I felt like my heart just fell down in my stomach because we never lost anybody in the family. This would be the first one. So, here in, in yeah, Toronto. Here in Canada. And we were so close, you know, and to hear that, it was devastating. Plus, I was in school. I was studying. So I was hardly concentrating because all I was thinking about was my grandmother and her help from someone who has so much energy, who would walk miles and miles, you know? Yeah. Just to, you know, go to the store to see her kids, anything, you know, she has so much energy. Um... I just remember all the good times. You know, she would confide in me with anything, everything you can think of, you know, from personal to excitement to her school years, from she was a child, a lot of things. And then to hear her just slowly deteriorate, it was devastating. I couldn't, there was nothing I could do to help her, you know. And I always told her that I was grateful and I thanked her. For everything that she's done for me you know I just miss our talks I miss our talks and just seeing each other and just talking just talking you know I didn't have that anymore especially because I was on a routine with her out here in the middle of the night morning afternoon evening and all that just stopped yeah it just all of a sudden I felt like my world just stopped 
because just watching her body just deteriorated, it was just, I just could not believe. And so they gave her a year and, um, you know, she, she came out, she I took her home with me and then she got really, really, really sick to the point where she had to go back in. And um, the team of doctors there, she was actually at the hospital where she retired from. And they were wonderful, you know. And they told me, I asked questions and I said, what causes this? Is this from family or generation to gen? He said, no, it, it's not. Um, what do you call that word? Hereditary, Hereditary word? Um, yeah, it's caused from a lot of stress. Maybe your mom has gone through a lot of stress. And when he said that, something just awakened in me, you know. To know that I know firsthand what she's gone through with my father. Mm-hmm. And I remember she going to the doctor and, you know, he was talking about her heart and stuff because I watched my mom battle depression. I watched her battle depression. But back in those times, they really didn't take depression as serious as how they do now. Mm-hmm. You know, they talk about it's mental health. Mm-hmm. And I watched her throughout growing up you know, being abandoned by my father and not knowing where to go, how is she going to pay the rent, stuff like that, the cheating, the the emotional abuse. So I knew she went through a tremendous amount of stress, right? And even before she came to Canada, during and before and after. So when he told me that, I wasn't blown away because mm-hmm. my mom wasn't someone who had an easy life, mm-hmm. even as a little girl, mm-hmm. right? So just watching her in the bed, and she went from sitting up in the bed to becoming more weak, to can't sit up in the bed anymore, to just feeling pain, to just telling me she just wants to go now, you know? And, you know, she just wants to go. And she doesn't really want to go, she says, because... She, she wants to stay longer with me, you know, but she wants to go because the pain, you know, the pain and everything. She just cried. And I, 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 I remember one day when I, I had to leave work every evening to go down there. When I hit the door in the room, she says, thank God you're here, you know. And I remember one morning my daughter called me. She says, mom, grandma is fighting with the nurse because she the nurse ended up calling you right mm-hmm. how did that go what what happened again with that because she wanted to talk to you she's trying to wake us up to go to work and to school mm-hmm. so the nurse said no it's not time for them to mm-hmm. it's not time for you to to call them mm-hmm. to wake them up it's like you say two o'clock in the morning yeah but to her it wasn't two o'clock in the morning yeah right she just felt like it was time for them to go to school and right. to, for us to go to work yeah. right so yeah. that's why she was fighting with the nurse yeah, so the nurse called yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Oh. And um, I it's like, wow, you know? And so when the doctor told me that they have to tell her what she has, right? I I I I broke down literally and I told them, no, I will tell my mom because I know I can tell her with a lot of love, tender care, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I, I told her in a very soft way, and she says, but that's not good, you know. And it's like, I know mom, you know, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to tell her in a way where mom, you're dying or, mm-hmm. you know, I just told her that you're sick, mom. And the doctor says it's a form of leukemia. And I left it at that. I didn't even want to tell her. I didn't even want to tell her, but they're saying it's not fair. You know, guys, like, what do you think? You know, isn't it fair to just 
your mom or your father is passing away or whatever for them to know what's going on. I know it's a lot of pressure on that person. Sometimes a person is dying, like I see my mom. And, you know, you look in life with all these things that sometimes we're so guilty of chasing. But I remember my mom, she didn't remember anything about her apartment. You know, we planned to go back home because she had some some um, important business to look after. And we planned the trip and she, we, we planned to go shopping the, the about two weeks prior. Like when she got sick, we were planning to go shopping, but then she got sick. So, and then we planned, we we're planning a trip at the same time. She got sick in going shopping, planning to go shopping and planning the trip to go back home. And she got sick, right? And then she, she said to me, see, look how we try to plan and look at what, what has happened to me, right? And at the end, she was just ready to go. And I remember her praying. Mm-hmm. She, she prayed for me because life, she said, just keep going. And if you come and you don't see me in this room, do not cry. It just means I'm gone. And I said, mom, I'm just going to go to the washroom. I'll be back. And I thought I was, my body, my whole, like, I I cried so much. I could even make it to the washroom to cry in there. I broke down when I came out in the hallway. And there was a lady there that was visiting her mom. Mm -hmm. And she came out and she saw me crying. And she was just, she comforted me, Mm -hmm. you know, because she understood so, you know, you have your parents and, you know, we're young. We're not thinking about death for our parents. Mm-hmm. You grow with your mom and your dad or just your mom or even just your dad. And you're just thinking, you know, your parents are your superheroes, right? My mom was my superhero, you know, and my mom used to talk about death to me and I used to get upset. So, but when it actually came to me, it's like, my God, you know, she couldn't feed herself anymore, Right. She couldn't go to the washroom anymore, you know, and it it was very sad and devastating. And that's why in today's age, like in the, in today's world, what we live in, in today, in this kind of society. And when you see how you have children and how they can disrespect their parents and thinking it's OK, it's not OK. No, definitely not. Right? Definitely not. It's not okay. Mm-mm. What are some of the things that you remember with your grandma? Especially when I had to travel, when I used to work with a company, we have to travel every year. Breakfast. Breakfast <laughs> was, oh, breakfast was so bomb. Like, it was so delicious, so good. You know, her preparing our meals, her doing my hair for school, picking out my outfits, making sure that I match, you know, <laughs> her putting on her perfume on me everything like the food her dropping off she's a drop off um lunch for us all yeah, the time yeah every tuesdays you know drop off you know sweets for us snacks like take us places it was it was so nice those were the days those, those were, the, were the, days. the days where you could spend time with your grandma yeah do things with your grandma her talking to me about her days back home as a child what she used to do even to her when she used to teach me how to read I'll never forget it. We were at the old house and she sat me down. She's like, you know, you're going to learn how to read. 
And from there on, till this day, I love reading mm-hmm. because of her. Right? Yeah, yeah. So she used to. Um, she was very good at that. Yeah, she things. was really a great mom and a great grandmother. Great mom. I remember when school's out, she always sent me to summer school, and I hated it because I wanted, you know, mm-hmm. to be free at home and stuff. And I used to go to summer school every summer. And um, I remember just before summer school um, was like it was getting ready for clothes, but you still mm-hmm. had a few more weeks before school to start school. Mm-hmm. She would um, always leave math work for me to do because yeah. she knew I hated math and yeah. I was never good at math. Yeah. So I used to hide from it. You know, yeah. it's like I set my mind against it because I, I guess because the teacher was such a mean teacher. Yeah. So teach I would get nervous when the teacher, because back then teachers mm-hmm. would shout at you. Yeah. They would literally shout. Mm-hmm. So I never really liked math. And I remember she used to leave like 15, 10 math questions on the paper for me to do. And when she comes home, she'll check it. And, you know, and looking back, like as I grew and became more mature, she was a great mom. You know, yeah. I learned my multiplications properly, my fractions, which I hated. I learned that properly. You know, my division, she learned, she taught me long division and short division, you know, yeah, and all that. And also to read and I started school at age three back mm-hmm. home. They used to call it nursery school. So I started reading and spelling my name and everything mm-hmm. at that age, at three years old. So by the time I hit four and five, they used to send my report card that I'm a very good reader, mm-hmm. very bright girl in, in reading, you know, mm-hmm. and my, my spelling. So when you have your mom, you know, mothers, now that I am a mom, you know, you, you know how much your own mother loved you, right? And so it's so important to take good care of your parents, whether it's one parent you were raised with or both parents, you know, it doesn't matter. They are your parent, you know? I mean, some, their, pa- their parent is not in their life. Sometimes you have people out there that they, they never really knew their mother or their mother just decided to walk away. Mm-hmm. I get it, you know, but, you know, if you if you were raised by one parent or both parents, it's so important to take good care and respect and cherish and appreciate. Because I'm telling you, for those of you who still have your parents in your life, when they're gone, they're gone. You know, and all you have really is the memories. My mom was a strong disciplinarian, but she loved us dearly. She would do anything for us. She would do anything for us. Mm-hmm. Right. So it took me a while to do this episode because, you know, it brings back a lot of memories. And just when she passed away and I just looked at her in that bed when they, I just left, it was after midnight, I was going for one o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I kissed her, I said, mom, um, you know, just rest. I said, mom, I love you so much. And we left within two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they say they wait till they can hear you. Even though they are traveling, we call it, which means they're dying, they can still hear, right? They definitely they can yeah. still hear. And when the nurse called me and says, your mom has passed away, I just got up and we went. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't bring myself right away to go in the room. But I know you guys dashed in the room. And it was very devastating. Mm-hmm. You know, I went on the bed and I lay down beside mm-hmm. her. And I just looked at her, rubbed her stomach, I kissed her. You know, her tongue fell off a little bit to the side of her mouth. I closed her mouth. I kissed her. I rubbed her cheeks and I screamed. 
because I know this is it now. This is it. And it's it's really sad. It's very sad. It was heartbreaking, man. Very heartbreaking. heartbreaking. And you know, there are times when boy. You reminisce and stuff. I know, Mom. Trust me. I get like that too. There are times when you know you feel lonely because you're so used to mm-hmm. sharing stuff with your mom. Yeah. And she knows my deepest thoughts and secrets. Mm-hmm. So it took a lot in me just to share this with my listeners because it's hard sometimes. Yes. And then I look at myself and my kids, you know. So when you have your parents, you have to cherish. She knew how much I loved her and what comforts me is that she knew how much I loved her. We were close. We shared a lot. We went through a lot together. I'm the youngest for my mom and I would fight for her, you know, and make sure that she's always good. And uh, yeah, so, you know, she was okay leaving Mm -hmm. this earth, you know, and telling me she's proud of me and I'm strong. She always told me I'm strong and just don't give up. She wrote you a letter even before she got sick, mm-hmm. just for you to keep. And you have that letter to today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a, it's, it's a journey that we all have to take one day. And um, it's, it's been a journey, guys. So for those of you who have lost a parent, I'm sure you know how it feels. And, you know, what you did in order to give yourself some sort of comfort you know, to hold on to the good memories and everything like that. It's true. And that's what I, I do. Like, I reminisce a lot. And I remember her. Sometimes I pull out the letter that she wrote to me and I just read it. And I know that she was proud of me. And that's what makes me so content. And knowing to the fact that she was proud. She was really proud of me. And, you know... That I'm grateful for because some grandkids, they're not even close with their grandparents. Yeah. You know, but I was very, very close with her. And well, to the day I die, I'll forever be close to her. Yeah. You know, and I'm always going to cherish those memories. Yes. She was a true lady. She was a true fighter. She had a big heart. She's very strong mentally. Even though she, but I think that the end as she got older in life, that's where the depression, like she battled depression. And, you know, it just, it, it just, after a while, she just got sick. She started having problems, her heart and everything just started to fall apart little by little, you know. So she was loved by us. Mm-hmm. And um, it just gives me comfort to know she knew how much we loved her. And, uh, yeah. So... Sleep in peace, my beautiful mom. You know, always love you, mom. Always love my mom forever always and love ever. My grandma. You know, and um, I always make sure I go and visit her resting place there. Mm-hmm. I don't let a month or six months pass by. I'm always going there, and I say a word of prayer and talk still. You know, and you know, just I always keep that with me, mm-hmm. right? To always have a duty to go. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Mother's Day is coming up again, and her birthday is coming up also next month. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's it's just a journey that we all have to go through. Which is true. Yes. So um, that's all for this episode, everyone. You know, 
For those of you who still have your parents, love them and cherish them. Take good care of them. You know, as we get older in life as parents and grandparents, of course, we're miserable at times. I'm miserable in my own way. But you make sure that you respect your parents and take good care because um, when you don't see them again and if you treat them like crap and they're gone, your conscience will ride you for the rest of your life. You can have your differences and everything, but make sure you don't raise a voice, you know, to sound cruel and mean to your parents. You talk to them softly and talk to them with love. Even if you disagree, you do it in a loving way. Because we only have one life and you only have one mother. You only have one father. You can't go to another woman and say, be like my mom. You will never get a woman. For those of you out there, you will never get a woman in life to love you the way how your own mother did. Right? So just make sure that uh, you still have your mom. Make sure you cherish that. Make sure you cherish that, everyone. For those of you, wherever you are. And if you have differences, make sure you can't, you make it up. Me and my mom, we used to have differences. She'll tell you I'm one of the mouthiest child she has. Mm -hmm. And then she'll also turn around and tell you that she's very feisty, but I'm the only child she would live with because I'm so loving. Right. And we've gone through so much that I know she's told others that I, 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 I just love her. I love her. And I'm always looking out for her. And you're the only one that she would live with. Right. And I'm the only one that she would live with. I'm the only one that could cut her hair or, or comb her hair. You know, so those things was nice to hear. Right. So, guys, thank you again. I just wanted to share. As I said, it was kind of sensitive. It took me a while, you know, to talk about my mom like this. Right. It's very personal to me. But I just wanted to share it with you. So. You enjoy your week. The weather is supposed to be great. And so enjoy the sunshine and the weather, right? We've had a long winter. Wherever you are listening in, guys, thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Stay tuned for our next episode. For next Tuesday. Everybody have a great week. Yes. Enjoy the sunshine if you're here in Toronto, Canada. Enjoy the sunshine. Enjoy the spring weather. Yes. Take care, everyone. Take care, guys, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're having a lot of putting out a lot more videos for you and poetry, as you know. And um, also we're on Facebook, guys. We're on Facebook and we're on Instagram. So just check out our Facebook page. Check out our new YouTube page. And um, don't forget to, to like and share. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And don't forget to subscribe. So once again, have yourself a great week, a great week. And thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening, everyone.